Good morning and welcome to the drive. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm driving home from the gym at 6.16 in the morning. It's 40 degrees, nice and cool in Mobile, Alabama here. We've been going over these talks about how-to. The how-tos. Talked about how to read the Bible. How to pray. How to fellowship. And in accordance with Acts 2.42, I'm going to do the last how-to there, which is how to take communion. What does that mean? What is communion and why is it important? I kind of want to just touch on that because I think it is important. And I think in churches today, it's uh, in many churches today, it's much overlooked. And I don't think that should be so, you know, especially uh, of the implications and what communion actually means. Now, communion means that we remember and reflect upon what Jesus has done for humanity and bringing it in more personally, what Jesus has done for you what he has done for me and we remember we reflect we never forget now what exactly do we do we remember and why when it comes to communion when it comes to taking the elements we call them the the, the bread and the, the the juice representing his body and the the blood what is it we're remembering well we are remembering that Jesus didn't die in vain. That he didn't willingly give himself up to be beaten, scourged, tortured, and then to be nailed to a cross and thrown in a tomb. We don't ever want to overlook that. We don't ever want to take that for granted. We don't ever want to forget that. Because it's by his death, that is the reason why we have eternal life when these bodies wear out. We take our last breath on earth and our first breath in heaven. So is it important to, to take communion in order to remember and reflect upon what Jesus has done for you and me? Absolutely. It's critical. It's something that we should do often. Um, I just remember my last church, you know, uh, we would do communion on uh, about once a month and... It was on the West Coast in L.A. there and outside on the benches. We rented a school. Um, I would have that little styrofoam cup. I'd, I'd put the juice in there, squeeze it, try to, you know, pour the juice in each cup without it getting spilled. Uh, this was before they had the communion devices that make it much easier. But we would do that once a month, and it was always an honor and a privilege to me because I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. Because what we're going to do today is truly hone in and focus upon the Savior. About his humanity and how he hurt, how he had pain, how he had sorrow. How even in the Garden of Gethsemane he was praying to the Father, Lord, if, if this is not your will, man, this, let this cup pass from me, this wrath, let it pass from me. But if it is your will, then your will be done. And Jesus did. Took, he took the wrath that you and I deserved for our sin 
took it upon himself so that we could be forgiven forever. And that is astounding. That should cause our eyes to pop open and our jaws to drop and hit the floor. <laughs> I mean, man. And so communion, how to take communion. And when you, when you take communion, the thing is, you want to make sure that, in a sense, and I don't know how, any other way to say this, but that you're right with the Lord. That if there's any unconfessed sin, that if there's anything that you're holding on to, any compromise, anything that you're holding back or secrets that you're keeping um, that uh, of complacency or whatever it is, you know, transgression. The time before you take communion is the time where you go, Lord, forgive me, be with me, cleanse me, I'm sorry, I want to walk strongly with you. And, and, and that's a time you can do a little self-examination, as Paul says in Corinthians, uh, in order to see where your heart's at, to make sure your heart is in line with the Lord's heart. And so you can take communion going, Lord, I surrender. I remember who you are, what you've done. And so, and so that you can, um, again, just really focus and hone in upon who Jesus is. That your heart is right. That you're truly remembering. Not just going through the motions. You know, even Jesus talked about this when, uh, with prayers. Um, a lot of people who were praying were just going through the motions. They were just saying what they always said, doing what they always do. It, it was almost just like a repetitious, this is what I do kind of thing, but not this. This is what I've always said, this is what I will always say. Sometimes I'll be tired, but I memorize a word so I can say it and be fine. But that's not what it's about, right? It, it, it should be genuine from the heart from your heart to God's heart. And same with communion, as you remember him and reflect and, and take the bread, which Jesus was beaten and bruised for us. Take the bread to remember what he went through for you. Drink the juice to remember the blood that was spilled from the body of Jesus as he was being crucified. For he bled from seven places. They placed a, a crown of thorns on his head, blood running down his face. They took a flagellum and beat his back to a pulp. He bled out of his back. They took the nails and, and, and nailed his hands to the cross, blood dripping down. They took his feet. They put one nail through both feet. The blood dripping down to the ground. And lastly, they took a spear, stuck it in Jesus' side. Blood pouring out. And this blood wasn't poured out in vain. And I think that's something to remember too. It was done to sprinkle us, to wash us clean. By his stripes, we are healed. Isaiah, I believe, 53, 5. By his stripes, we are healed. I mean, talk about good news. That That is a huge portion of the gospel, and that's something that we need to remember. 
communion, what Jesus did for you and for me. And now we don't necessarily have to go through the motions and take the communion at church in order to remember what Jesus has done for us. Throughout the day, I think as often as you can, when you think about you know, Jesus, when you think about the Lord, um, remember what he did. May that fact that he went to the cross for you overwhelm you in a good way and cause you to be grateful like never before and cause your countenance to be lifted up when you're struggling. So how to take communion? I would say take it with the right heart. Take it with the intention of reflecting upon what your Savior has done for you so that you could be saved, so that you could be set apart for heaven, so that you could have a place in heaven to be with the Lord forever. And that started with the cross. Remember. Well, God bless you guys. Hope you have an amazing day, and we'll talk to you next time.